Hi, Money Multipliers. Welcome back to another episode of the Money Multiplier Podcast. I'm your host, Hannah Kessler, and we talk about do our dollars make sense? And in today's episode, I'm joined here by my friend, colleague, mentor, Jonah Dew. So, uh, Mr. Jonah, how are you doing today? Oh, I'm doing well, Hannah. I'm doing well. Thank you for asking. Now, I got to ask you, was that, a, was that a pun? Do our dollars make sense? That's it. It's a pun. Okay. Just checking, just checking. How how are we spelling sense? For all those who are listening at home, write it write it on paper. Tell us how you spelled sense. I would spell it C E N T S. Do my dollars make sense? But but in fact, normally we're going for a little bit more than sense, right? We want we want some more dollars out of that. <laughs> we wanna we wanna grow by multiplication, not addition, right? So That's I like it. it. But, I'll, but I'm the type of person that I'll pick up every single penny I see uh, lying around if I'm walking out in the public, right? <laughs> <laughs> I've uh, I've started to leave the penny. They're dirty. I got kids now. I can't pick. I can't pick up the pennies. The kids are like, "Oh, money!" And then they they're doing stuff, putting it in their mouths, and stuff. it's gross. I'm like, "No, we got to leave that. We got to leave it there." Uh, actually, but that's fun. Actually, get this. I'm uh, I'm doing my office right now in my house. I'm redoing it, and I want a neon sign that says "Do your dollars make sense?" So uh, for the podcast listeners, and uh, if you're gonna if you watch us on YouTube, you'll see a new setup coming up here in about a month or two. So I want that neon sign in the background. <laughs> I like it. I like it. We uh, are doing some uh, upgrades at at our office as well here in Greenville, South Carolina. But I didn't have any cool ideas about about signs like that. I maybe need to add them to the list. I like it. Very cool. Mm-hmm. So, um, and actually, so your office there, do you have a lot of folks that come in and work from the office directly? We sure do. Yeah, we've um, done a lot of things from the office. So we, we uh, have uh, live presentations in the office. Uh, we do some one-on-ones in the office. Um, so sometimes I think you guys know if you've been listening to our podcast uh, more than your first time here, is that uh, one of the things that uh, we pride ourselves in is helping people use their policies after they get started. So we have folks come to the office from time to time who um, who want that one-on-one tutelage or like, hey, I just didn't get it. Uh, I learned better in person, you know, whatever the, the case might be. And they'll come through the office. And then we have some folks that uh, work out of the office uh, on our team, the Money Multiplier team that work out of our office. And it's really helpful to be able to see them and walk through things. And I feel like we've been able to, to grow together and move a little faster just because we can hang out with each other and learn how people like to communicate and, and how they work best. So yeah, we're doing some big things. Um, and uh, uh, But we just got it. We're, we're, we're new to it. I think we've only had it for maybe 90 days or so. So we're still upfitting and we're still making it work appropriately. We got a soundproof our our podcast room. Yeah. Right now if uh if somebody's in there you can hear you can hear them in the next room, right? So it's like we got it we got to work on some things, but we're having fun with it. So it's uh, it's going to be good. That's fun. That's fun. And uh, for you folks um, in the Greenville, South Carolina area, I mean, Jonah's there. Go, go see Jonah. Reach out to him. Jonah at themoneymultiplier.com. And he's very accommodating. He'll meet you in person. And as you folks know, Pops and I, we're down here in Daytona Beach, Florida. So uh, for all of my uh, Florida natives, we're down here uh, in your neck of the woods. But honestly, we travel all around. So I know, Jonah, you were just in Puerto Rico teaching and uh, coming up here 20 
2023. Just a quick insight for y'all. Uh, the Money Multipliers going on tour, 23 different events in 2023. So we're coming out to 23 different cities. We'll be there for two days and uh, we'll keep you posted when those dates in the cities uh, get launched. So. Yeah, it's going to be fun. So we'd love to see you. Seriously, uh, that's one of the things that we look forward to most about working with you and working with your friends and family is actually seeing you in person. It is fun to have conversations and Zoom calls and all that stuff, but it's more fun to have lunch and dinner and, and answer your questions in person. And I think that goes a long way. So as we announce those cities and those dates, make sure you block off the time on your calendar. We'd love to see you. Yep. So good. So Jonah, here's a topic I want to talk about today uh, because this is my podcast and I get to talk about whatever I want. <laughs> All right. Let's hear it. What are we talking about? All right. So so anyways, we're going to talk about does the our death benefit really matter? Because oh, right, I like it. Okay. All day long, we're talking about the cash values, the banking aspect of the policies, the living benefits, the taxes, the asset protection, right? We're talking about all the living benefits all day long, but we don't spend a whole lot of time talking about the death benefit. And whether you like it or not, you're going to have a death benefit on your policy. That's what I call the cherry on top of the cake. So, so that death benefit is important important because that is where the legacy aspect comes into play when we're talking about this infinite banking concept, right? We're doing this, yes, for ourselves and to better our personal life, but we're also leaving the legacy and the literacy to the next generations and the downline that comes into play. So, let, so let's kind of start here. Joan, I want to ask you a question because one of the most common questions that I get when folks are looking at their policies is, is they see this word called face amount. So, so what is the face amount on a whole life insurance contract? Great question. So really face amount, in my understanding, is it's very, 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 very similar to death benefit. The only thing that you need to understand is that face amount might not be your total death benefit. That's what just throws people for a little loop. So I kid you not, face amount and death benefit are synonymous. It's the same thing going on, except for face amount just might not be the total. Now, granted, if you've got a line item on your policy that says total face amount, well, then I stand mistaken, right? It's telling you it's the total. But a lot of times it'll just say face amount. Then you have a different line item that says this is your total death benefit, which adds a few more things together. So uh, sometimes that, that's confusing for people. But I wanted to actually take a step back, Hannah, and, and ask you this question. Mm -hmm. A lot of times when we're teaching the first timer about infinite banking, privatized banking, and we say we're going to use life insurance in order to build a policy that works for infinite banking or privatized banking. The first thing that that person is thinking about is death benefit. Mm -hmm. The first thing. And the reason for that is every single time up to this point in their life that they've heard the word life insurance, that's what they were taught and conditioned to think about, right? Mm -hmm. That's how it works. If I hear life insurance, all I'm thinking is I pay a little bit and they give me a lot if something happens. That's, that's all I'm thinking, right? And so when we teach infinite banking and we tell them about the benefits, like you mentioned, the living benefits, which, which is a fancy term for the stuff you can do with it while you're alive, right? <laughs> that's yeah. all it is. When we teach people about the stuff you can do with life insurance while you're alive, by default, by definition, 
We're no longer talking about the benefit that you get when you die, the death benefit, right? Mm-hmm. Does that make sense to everybody at home? Like, how how can the stuff you can do with life insurance while you're alive have anything to do with the benefit you get when you die? Yeah. You can't. They're they're they 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 clash heads, right? They're, those two things aren't. Uh, they don't work together. So when we talk about the living benefits, the stuff you can do while you're alive, we're immediately ignoring death benefit. However, we did not say that death benefit isn't important, that you don't want it. Listen, I got uh, some kids in my house. I got a four-year-old little boy. I got a two-year-old little girl. And surprise, everybody who's listening to the podcast, we got one more on the way. So we've got another boy headed our direction. We just found out his gender two days ago. So we got another one coming. And listen, if I were to pass away, my family needs money. Mm-hmm. That's the reality of it. I'm sure uh, you guys at home who are listening feel the same way. Hannah, what about you? If you pass away, your, your people need money? Absolutely. Right? It, it, I don't have, uh, because right now I don't even have my own little people, but I know I care about charities and some foundations out there. Sure. And, and reminder, just I'm not trying to be morbid to anyone who's listening, but reminder, when you pass away, you generally have to bury somebody, put somebody in the ground, have a service maybe, right? That costs money, doesn't it? Funeral expenses. That's right. If you don't have any sort of benefit coming to those who are left behind, then they have to pay for that stuff out of pocket then, wouldn't they? Mm-hmm. Okay, great. I looked it up recently. In South Carolina, where I live, the average funeral cost is 15 grand. Wow. So if you don't have any money coming, that's a burden that you're putting on a person who just lost a family member, right? Mm-hmm. Can, can you imagine that? I just lost somebody in my family, so I'm very... Uh, torn up about that. I'm I'm broken. I want some time off of work. Maybe I want to sit around. I want to go visit family. Family wants to come visit me. And uh, oh oh, and by the way, here's a fifteen thousand dollar bill to even get them in the ground. Yep. Right. That that is terrible. So we're not saying that death benefits not important. We're just saying, listen, you are going to be alive a while. Hopefully, you're planning on that. And there's probably some things you can do. Uh, right now, some benefits you could use right now that are probably more important than death benefit, but death benefit's still important. You should still have it. And so that's actually kind of the the uh, informal setup of, of this type of banking policy, right? It's focused on what you can do while you're alive while still providing the money for the friends or family or church or charity, like Hannah said, after you're gone. So So that's really, really important. But that was a long form answer to your question. Face amount is death benefit, okay? It's the same thing. It's just you need to make sure you're looking for the word total so that way you know that it's all of it, not just a portion of it. That's it. And actually, while you were uh, talking as well, let me just share with you. um, I was on a strategy call yesterday with somebody, and it is. It's really us thinking about these policies in the reverse engineering and and essentially backwards, right? So so somebody uh, uh, comes to us. You know, They say, Hannah, I want to participate in this infinite banking concept. And I say, all right, great. Well, well, what is the premium deposits that you want to get approved for? And he goes, all right, I think I want to do 500,000. 
And I say, okay, so 500,000 a year, is that what you want to do? And he goes, no, no, no. I want 500,000 in death benefits. And I said, no, 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 no. We got to think about this backwards because here's one thing that Nelson Nash has taught us. He says, your need for finance and cash in your lifetime is greater than your need for death benefits. He's not saying it's not important. It's just, you have a greater need for the living aspects of the policy. So, so, and on top of that, you will stack up that death benefit because let's talk about it. As you go through this concept and you're practicing this in your own life, you are going to acquire more and more banking policies. And if you listen to us, you understand why you're adding more of these banking policies to your big policy ecosystem there. So as time goes on, you're going to add and stack up this death benefit by adding these multiple, multiple policies. And so truthfully, that's all we're doing, right? So the cash value inside of our policy, it's nothing more than a prepayment of our death benefit. But here's the thing, your cash value is never going to exceed your death benefit. Matter of fact, it will actually equal. It, it, when you hit the age of 121, and let's make believe you're still here, the insurance company, um, or excuse me, let me back up. And when you're age 121, your cash value will actually equal your death benefit. Let's use easy numbers. Let's say your death benefit is $1 million. So at that time, you have a $1 million uh, cash value. So basically, if you live to age 121, the insurance company is saying, hey, we're done playing in the sandbox with you. Here's your $1 million of death benefit. See you later. Good luck. Right. So death benefit is important when we are talking about this concept because it does play into the legacy aspect of the infinite banking concept. So death benefit. Yes, Jonah, to take it back. Death benefit equals face amount. And I guess one thing to kind of lead into this. Here's where the confusion comes from and kind of why you were talking about that maybe the face amount might be different than the total net death benefit because here's what's going on. So to get kind of into the weeds on this and in the, in the design of these policies, there's two moving parts, sometimes three. We'll, we'll talk just briefly about the third one, but there's two moving parts of how we build these banking policies. You have your base premium. You have your paid up additions rider. And then sometimes if it's necessary, you'll see that term rider on your policy. So all of those moving parts, the two or the three moving parts, all of those produce us death benefit. So let's make believe you have 100,000 coming from the base. You got 50,000 coming from the paid up additions and you have 200,000 coming from the term. So in total, you have a total of 350,000 in total death benefits. So what that means is, is that at the time of your graduation date, your family is going to get that total death benefit paid out to you. So I'll kind of pause there. I don't know, Jonah, do you have anything to add to that? 
No, I think you did a great job uh, kind of walking through that that process. That's exactly what I was chatting about before, the way that you've explained it with the three different parts, right? It, and that's why if you see face amount, it might only be referring to one of those parts, which is why I said earlier, just look for the total. You, you really want the total. Um, and there's lots of different things that you kind of need to understand about that. For those of you who are listening, the first thing that I think it, I, I wouldn't want to end the podcast episode without telling you this, is that your death benefit rises it increases as you use the infinite banking concept. So if you're starting at a million dollars for a death benefit, you're not finishing at a million dollars. That's a little different from what you're aware of and what you normally see with life insurance policies. Normally, it just stays the same. Not in banking policies. Your death benefit will actually increase and actually rise. So what happens is, just like Hannah said, at age 121, your death benefit and your cash will be equal but if your death benefits going been going up for all those years, then that means so has your cash value, right? Mm -hmm. Which is very important. That's the whole point of what we're doing. The stuff you can do with life insurance while you're alive, and the one that we focus on is using money, spending cash. You got stuff to buy, you got bills to pay off, you got new investments to do, and that's what we want to help you with uh, here at the Money Multiplier. So, if it's your uh, first time listening to our podcast, reach out. Seriously. We'd love to chat with you. You've got uh, two folks here who are very seasoned and helped a lot of people on this podcast. So that's Hannah, Hannah at themoneymultiplier.com and myself, Jonah, Jonah at themoneymultiplier.com. Reach out. We will be more than happy to talk to you. We can answer your questions, that sort of thing. Don't, don't be a stranger. Uh, I know it's the holiday season, right? We just got done with, um, with the holiday and there's more holidays coming and, and, uh, or it can be tax time. It can be busy season. It can be, uh, in the middle of where it can be summer, it can be all sorts of excuses, but uh, we want you to care about your money as much as we do. And that's why we do the podcast. That's why we're asking you to reach out. If you have questions, please do so. Good. Yep. I want to add too to that. Just real quick on the companies that we do work with as well. They're mutual insurance companies. So, so I'm glad that you uh, talked about that, that the death benefit does increase over time. Because here's one thing that a lot of folks don't take into consideration is inflation, right? If I buy, let, let's make believe, just like how you said, Jonah, let, let's talk about term, right? So on these term policies, you have that level death benefit for that set amount of term. But we know that that prices rise, inflation rises, um, um, more taxes come about, right? Everything just in life goes up. It's just how history has it. So when you have a whole life policy with a mutual insurance company that pays dividends, you will notice that your death benefit keeps increasing as years go on. And in my honest opinion, I think it's perfect because we do have to take into moving factors like inflation. So I, I, I really, oh, and actually let me, let me go uh, just a step deeper into that. And on top of that, when your family receives that death benefit, Jonah, is that taxable or tax-free to them? Sure, sure is tax-free. That's the best kind of money in my opinion. Yeah. One Uncle Sam can't get to. <laughs> So good. So anyways, we just want to talk here briefly about death benefit and, and just saying that, yes, yes, even though you don't hear us talk about it a lot, it is important and it is attached on to your whole life banking policy. So if you have questions on death benefit, you just reach out and we're, we're here to help. So um, so anyways, that, that's all I really wanted to talk about today. Um, Jonah, do we have events coming up? 
We sure do. Uh, so I've got an event in Greenville, South Carolina, December 11th. If you are in town or close uh, surrounding areas, North Carolina, Georgia, South Carolina, we'd love to see you. That's December 11th. And you can email Jonah at the Money Multiplier to uh, get more details. Uh, but again, that's to be in Greenville, South Carolina. And I think those same dates, maybe you might be uh, on the other end of the on the other end of the country, right? That's right. Las Vegas, Las Vegas, Nevada, baby. So we'll be there um, <laughs> December 11th to December 13th. It's a it, it's a uh, show that's going on, and uh, it's uh, we'll be out there. I will actually be teaching out there, and uh, I'm bringing Maddie along with me. So so uh, Maddie will become uh, more and more familiar. Y'all will see her as you uh, see us at these live events because she's going to help me. She'll be at, in the back room and she'll be talking to folks running the booths and whatnot. So we'll be out there December 11th to the 13th, Las Vegas. Just reach out if you want to learn how you can attend the event. I love it. That sounds great. I think that's I think that's it for this episode, right? That's it. I appreciate right, you, well, Jonah. Thanks for hopping on with me. Of course. We'll be back at you guys at a later date with more content. Again, if you've got comments or concerns, let us know about them. Uh, let us know the topics you might want to hear us discuss and things like that. We'd love to make sure that we're reaching you where you are. But for now, we'll see you guys next time. Signing off. Bye-bye.